0: The college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by MyBookie. Sign up over at MyBookie.ag and use the promo code SGP50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play, win, get paid over at MyBookie.ag. The Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Amazon. You probably already shop at Amazon, but why not shop at Amazon and support the Sports Gambling Podcast? All you have to do is log into dot com backslash Amazon. Bookmark that link and use it every time you shop at Amazon to support the podcast today. Let it ride. Yes. Woo! <laughs> Welcome! Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Dant, a.k.a. the Swinging Danta Bass. And in studio, the Scott Norwood of Tech Mobile, <laughs> the biggest piece of shit on this side of the Mississippi, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing. Give it up for former. Former James Madison defensive back, current douchebag, Patty C. In the place to be. Hi-oh! How are you, buddy? Buddy. Look, we recorded all hours. Now we're in the middle of the night.
1: That's right. We cannot be stopped. That's what I'm saying. We just pick something boom. You fucks out there. Yeah. Think that we're going to stop doing this. Rain, shine, sleet, snow. (laughs) Whatever that, t- whatever that quote is, yeah, it's something from the fucking postal service. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. This is the college experience. There we go. I like and that
0: mellow college. This is the college experience. Yeah,
1: we should do that. We should have a romantic. It's like
0: PCU at the pit.
1: Everyone gets laid.
0: You know what I mean? Everyone I don't in remember college. that movie as well. That movie on college was... radio. They're ahead of its time. Right, We've that's, about true. This. that's true. That's true. Do you roll your socks up like David Robinson used to <laughs> in the nineties?
1: I have to say that was one of the more disappointing discoveries uh, of of my childhood. Realizing that my hero not only rolled his socks down inside out, but d- put on a second pair and did that as well. But here's a, here's a little thing though. Maybe there's something to this because have any of us tried to do that? No, no. It's, it's a it's an image thing. <laughs> yeah. You're a little too image conscious. Uh, Yeah, too self conscious that. Maybe Robinson was onto something, you know? They're like little ankle weights that he's wearing. Maybe that's why he sprouted to seven foot one. You know, he was only what, like six six uh, his freshman year at uh, Navy? Navy? Yeah.
0: Is he the only player from Navy in the past 50 years to get drafted in the first round? Gotta be. Got to be. And the next 50 years. (laughs) Probably.
1: I remember uh, hearing about Shostakovsky um, talk about it, and he's talking about you know he thought this might be the year for him. This will be the year that his team like goes to the next level, <laughs> and he's in the tournament, and they're playing Navy, and and he I guess he had choked before or something, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Please God, don't let me lose to Navy. <laughs> don't don't let it be Navy. Yeah, you know, yeah all yeah. teams, but a fucking like Robinson, this
0: amazing basketball
1: player, just destroying everyone, but." <laughs> Yeah. If David Robbins can take Navy to the fucking, um that that's probably the only player that could, you know, that's the caliber of player at the very least. Is that
0: the worst fashion though of like any player while they're on the, the, like on the court or on the football field, on the baseball field, you know, it's, it's right up there. I, it
1: makes almost no sense. Like, and you have to be so unaware of what you're doing. I can't mostly.
0: even think of someone else who had just terrible fashion. I'm sure there's plenty. I mean, Rodman with his hair.
1: Rodman with the short shorts, like well into the late '90s. Stockton short shorts, but they were like Rodman was doing it on purpose, and I'm pretty sure Stockton was doing it on purpose too.
0: I watched a clip today, and I'll put this on the the sports gambling. By the way, if you haven't checked out on Instagram, sports gambling podcast, I've been uploading great content all over the place there. But there's a I saw a clip of uh, Stockman and Rodman getting into it back in the early '90s. Those dudes are Spurs Jazz. Big shit talkers, both of them, yeah. from what I understand. Both
1: a little bit dirty? I don't know. Well, both a lot yeah, dirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Supposedly. Um Yeah, let's let's go back into Rodman being a piece of shit and refusing to play defense on Elajuan in the first half, which they asked him to, getting Robinson into foul trouble and compromising his ability to defend Elajuan, which was reflected both on film and on the stat sheet and made Robinson look like an asshole when the Spurs were actually probably a better team on paper, like from a talent standpoint. But that's what makes Robinson get fucking roasted and tarnishes his legacy forever. Why? Because Dennis Rodman is a piece of shit, which we all know because why he's friends with Kim Jong-un and, who kills people for fun.
0: <laughs> and Dennis Rodman, I, I knew he was a piece of shit because he doesn't tip. Came, you, came through my bar. And also I know another girl that uh, used to work in Orange County. Yeah. But he, I mean, back I used to, so, so my experience is when I worked at the, the Hilton. Yeah. I used to bartend at the Hilton. Mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman came in. Didn't tip. Didn't On tip. like 150 bucks.
1: I've heard Pippin and maybe even Jordan were all of that same ilk, so, that same style.
0: I can't, I can't speak on their behalf. I can only talk about my Dennis Rodman experience, but I also know another woman who I've been friends with for a long time. Who, who? I guess Dennis Robin lives in Newport Beach, California, which is in Orange County. Mm-hmm. She worked at a bar down there, and she said he would. He's notorious for not tipping.
1: Yeah, what a piece of shit.
0: That's a piece of shit, right? Like,
1: get in line with the rest of fucking society.
0: You know, maybe just tip
1: what everyone else is tipping. Maybe, maybe be a cheap ass tipper. Yeah. Maybe chip, tip, tip ten percent. Yeah.
0: Know? Maybe you don't dye your hair either, huh? I'm joking. There's some good dyed hair out there, right? There's some. I mean, Rodman did it well. I give
1: him credit. In terms of uh, fashion, on uh, you know, making a statement, he was actually probably. I don't know if anyone will ever top Iverson. Iverson looked like someone spent six hours on his hair every fucking day and made it into a new style. Like, and just like. Sprewell, freewell did something similar. Yeah. yeah, they just get the like the the ghetto chick to like go in there and like you Know, do a, probably his mom just go in there it and do is. a weave or something every day. I have
0: no idea, but football any fashion statements in football, Dion?
1: I mean, primetime was out there. Primetime had a talent for like looking completely ostentatious, like Prince Ali Ababa in and in Aladdin, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. where there's just so much going on, but at the same time, like he looks like he put no effort into it. He's like Chains unbuckled. He's got like his gold chain that he like forgot to take off, and he's like helmets unbuckled. His gloves aren't strapped. Like <laughs> here's
0: one for you though, Chris Sabo. Do You know who that is? Baseball player. Yeah. Uh, what about him? He had some fashion statements because he was wearing the thick Rex specs. He was Dude. a baller though for the Reds for a little bit there, and the, he played for my Orioles for a little bit. I'm sad that the uh, Rex specs have gone out of style. <laughs> I am too. There used to be a, a defensive back on the Broncos named Wyman Henderson that rocked it pretty, pretty, pretty solid, pretty solid too. Is Taco Fall wearing the uh, Rex? He, he is wearing something like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know he's I mean? not wearing the full
1: like goggly. Rex. How face? come there's
0: not as much? Because the people went to contact lenses, huh? They yeah. really caught on. Huh? All right,
1: well, and they went away from the like overly like tacky. Bro, look up, look up, so... look
0: up Chris Sabo, right. Cincinnati Reds. I mean, tell me he doesn't have like he's, he had he had some some pretty cool. Oh yeah, those those are solid.
1: Yeah. I mean, these look like gym class ones cuz yeah. he's got it's like clear yeah, clear all around.
0: Or right, right, how about this? Check out Carney Lansford.
1: Carney Lansford. Oakland A's. You know, name alone this guy should be fucking in the Hall of Fame.
0: He <laughs> He just had like a thick pair of glasses. I don't think they were X specs at all.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude, what is he rocking here? This dude is yeah, this dude is wearing reading like spectacles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what's great about the 80s. Look, yeah, I mean, that's just hilarious. It this looks is like Mike Holmgren. All right.
1: It's like every dad in the 80s right? a mullet, a little like <laughs> m- handlebar mustache, and some fucking reading glasses.
0: So, fashion wise, I mean, look, the, when did the pitching like beard thing catch on? I find that annoying.
1: Uh, the beard is that every big...
0: pitcher in baseball is like this beard.
1: Yeah. There was a, a moment there in like the, uh, late nineties to early two thousands when everyone went to like the, uh, the flowing locks of baseball players. Like everyone want to be like little golden sunshine boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty, pretty fruity. Uh,
0: um, uh you know what? Fashion wise, I'm going to go out and say one Joe Theismann last, ter- ter- last non kicker the, the the, with the one bar. I mean, in terms of genius, <laughs> You know, total thug. Yeah. Total I fucking mean, thug. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, there's not many. It's like someone that ke- keeps like Ironhead had, had the uh the, yeah. true, the true bar down on the face mask.
1: Yeah. That's gone out of style.
0: Why is that gone out of style? Can we get that back?
1: Well, you know what it was? <laughs> because you go cross-eyed. <laughs> it's like you're holding that, your finger. Is that, right that right a from, fact? Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember everyone. Uh, we It was a rite of passage back in the day where you had to wear that face mask because it was like, 80% of the face masks on the team, <laughs> yeah, at least had, in youth football, yeah. were that one. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this is an A, terrible. What then, about
0: the plastic face masks era? Like Greg
1: Lloyd, World League
0: of football or anything. Yeah. Greg Lloyd loved that shit. Yeah, he did. I feel like Lomas Brown, uh, they were the so awesome.
1: They were so tacky. It Why, looked like how, a Lego what, what helmet. What were they
0: thinking? Though? You're still hitting a helmet. How did those not break more often?
1: That's a good question. I but mean, Greg it's Lloyd is super was hitting thick people. plastic, but you, it looks like hollow almost Yeah. like who knows?
0: My dog is making a bunch of noise. Broadway Joe is the fashion. Oh, king.
1: Broadway Joe wears a fucking uh, mink suit. Mink suit. Dude, when you look at it, like uh, coming from me, like growing up in like the eight and really growing up in the nineties, like if you weren't wearing like a teal, like zip up, like, you know, sweatsuit or like whatever, like a mm-hmm. uh, windbreaker like Carolina Panther style. I thought you were a dorky. And so when I looked at like Joe Namath, like wearing a mink suit, I was like, Oh, what are you? That's not like cool. That's not like fast, you know? And then I look back at it now. I'm like, this motherfucker was wearing um, like probably $10,000 mink.
0: <laughs> yeah. Coat on the
1: sideline.
0: And, and he probably, he probably is the reason why the rule got changed. Yeah. What a fucking boss. I would bet. I would bet that that was probably the beginning, but I will say, our guy Jerry Glanville, Glanville <laughs> swaggin', kind of, kind of had it, kind of had it together. I mean, look at this, look at this card. Oh man, back in black all day long, dude. I mean, this guy, even this shit. <laughs> a, dude? The yeah, belt The belt, belt, belt buckle. <laughs> Jesus, can't even talk with drinking. Um, I just want a coach like that, like Bob Phillips. You don't think they they allow that anymore,
1: huh? Like you can't well, do the I cowboy know. hat. They, can't, they don't They don't give him shit, but they don't even let him do a suit.
0: Because I thought Gibbs got in trouble for wearing like a hat when he was second stint with Redskins. Is that right? I thought he wore something that was not uh, the NFL like
1: yeah. apparel. I think it like, was NFL regulated.
0: technically apparel, but it wasn't the brand. Like, I think it had to be Nike or Adidas right, or something.
1: Right, whoever like yeah. that shit is.
0: That's bullshit. It is bullshit. Right, we, just it's bring really, it back. Got give too, the
1: game personality. It
0: got too ridiculous. Yeah. So anyone else, who, who do you think is tops? Then The worst... I still think David Robinson's the worst. <laughs> Ewing knee pads?
1: his knee pads I always thought were low-key kind of cool. There was the double <laughs> knee pad that like... He also had the Ewing shoes, which are <laughs> amazing. Dude, uh, they're like releasing those in like... Ace ...different colorways now. Yeah, the Ace, the Ace Ventura. Ventura
0: col- style uh, Ewing's pretty amazing. <laughs> Probably <laughs> wondering what the fuck you're listening to right now, but I... I'm just talking you know, about sweat. fashion
1: is a big part of sports, baby. Yeah. You,
0: you want to look at something and say,
1: "Okay, those guys are fucking cool."
0: Yeah, You know? exactly.
1: I honestly think it's it's a big factor in for the NBA whether they will let a team win or not. If your uniforms look tacky, guess what? You guess you just punch yourself a second round exit from the well, fucking NBA. Rows.
0: Fucked up by putting the sponsors on the jerseys. It's like Bumble on the Clippers jerseys. Yeah, it's subtle enough,
1: you know, that it doesn't, but it draws enough attention to be tacky a little bit.
0: Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like the move. all right? Yeah. I'm not trying to see basketball with like NASCAR style. Right. Of like Screed a tie-dye it. t-shirt. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Right, exactly. Fucking nonsense. You guys
1: make enough money. Chill the fuck out.
0: Jim McMahon had swag.
1: Jim McMahon had a lot of swag. <laughs> Jim <laughs> McMahon had a vis- a dark visor for a quarterback. Yeah. Has there ever been, like, you know, Dan McGuire, uh, Mark yeah. McGuire's brother yeah. had that. San Diego State. Did he ever Seahawks? fucking start?
0: He did a little bit, I think. In the NFL? A little bit, yeah.
1: But no one more than uh yeah. McMahon. McMahon was a neck team. band. He had a headband and a neck Well band. and he
0: also played for cool I feel like the uniforms he played for. Yeah. Okay, you had the Bears. Yeah. He played for the Packers. Played for the Eagles. He played for the Browns and the Cardinals. Jeez. Like those are uniforms that were pretty. I did not realize Jim McMahon
1: played on all those teams. Chargers also. Chargers. Good Lord. What was he on each one like, the swag. a Go- game? Do a
0: Google image. Jim McMahon Chargers. Jim McMahon Chargers. <laughs> With the visor. It's like, come on. This guy's killing it, man. <laughs> the visor matches the helmet. You're probably wondering what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> this is the college experience. Welcome. My dog barking in the background. He's an ugly, ugly dude. Dude, he got he got a lot of pussy. He he. Someone explained to me him at BYU. How did that happen? (laughs) This guy he shows up to Chicago Bears training camp with a thirty pack of Coors Light. But you're telling me this guy was at BYU? Dude, something doesn't make sense.
1: This guy is swinging big dick energy yeah. oh, all over man, the place. Look at that!
0: Oh, he didn't have the? Did he not have the visor in San Diego? No. The sunniest of all the cities.
1: All right, he needed
0: it for no, cold oh, oh
1: my gosh, dude, he's a fucking
0: yeah. That's a beautiful. He's site. a ninja.
1: He
0: he's he's definitely far ahead of. He's definitely the him and Namath's most, most swag for a quarterback, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think no,
0: no, you don't. You don't think you go uh, Vic or anything, or
1: ooh, yeah, Cunningham. No, Vic kills everyone. Vic looks so fucking smooth on the field. He was like Iverson in that. It was more, almost Joe more of Namath
0: like. Were a mink suit on the sideline.
1: That's true. Where Vic was like a hip hop icon, almost on the yeah. field at the same time. Was, Namath was just a, a swag icon all together. Yeah. You know, it's just the cockiness,
0: like a sex symbol. Yeah. Basically <laughs> yeah. a sex symbol yeah. symbol on the yeah. side. <laughs> 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 Gotta love them. Yeah. What about your boy, Tommy, Tom Brady? Uh, you know,
1: they've, I explained this to my brother. The number 12 to me is the quintessential quarterback number. You know, it's obviously been worn by grades to me. The number 12 is it's unassuming, you know, it's an even number. It's kind of plain Jane. But okay. it's it's like Johnny the Kid. It's Johnny football. I,
0: I thought maybe sixteen was kind of that number two or fourteen. You it's, know?
1: They're all in the same
0: thing, but enough
1: guys have worn number twelve where I feel like that's that's the one, you know. And it also makes me think you're a twelve year old kid and your football is still pure to you and like you know. Okay. I don't know. You're just like you know you you're at that age where it's 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 perfect and. Tom Brady, they kind of bastardized it with him. They turned him into... They They played on it too much. They got these fucking pictures in GQ magazine with this cleft thing. And he's sitting in like a yeah. red, uh, cherry red fucking uh, Ford Mustang throwback. I'm like, all right, dude. You're overdoing it. You're wearing like a letter jacket. Like, dude, you're fucking 35 years old. Like, you know. Yeah. We get it. You're You're the All-American. But they killed it. It should be, you know...
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, What about uh, Dexter Carter? He's got to be up there, right? Dexter Carter, he was swagging. He was swagging. That was Florida State, man. Yeah. Ricky Waters had some some swag, too. Yeah,
1: dude. The 90s was packed full of, although I'm going to say this, no one's ever going to top primetime. I think he's the swaggiest uh, athlete that ever lived.
0: Uh, Bigger than football, you're saying? Hmm? Bigger than football? You're saying all sports? All sports, yeah. Wow. Muhammad Ali wasn't that
1: swaggy? Kind of just normal. Okay, like this was Tyson was super swaggy. with like the fucking super black everything. What about uh, what about Prince uh... Prince Nassir Ahmed? Yeah. Uh, that dude swagged. That dude swagged <laughs> pretty hard. Credit where it's due, even though he's an annoying fuck. That dude could. His entrances were second to
0: none. Or my guy, I was a big fan of this boxer, Johnny Tapia. Yeah. He had some swag. I remember I
1: like. the name. I didn't realize okay. uh, he was a, swag. Oh, those boxers, they go hard.
0: Well, he was actually just a badass dude. I just feel like he, but he definitely could play the role of like a little bit of a villain. Yeah. Hot shot. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. All right. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Huh? Where's Kevin McHale's bowl cut in that? <laughs> Kevin McHale.
1: Yeah. Talk about a dude that could be your next door neighbor or your uncle.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, how did he make the NBA? <laughs> right
1: and then dominate it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then be amazing. Um, check us out. We did week 14 college football last year or last week, not last episode, Jesus. So now we're going to dive into our predictions conference championships. And I went through and I found out what we had Petty see.
1: And I haven't even seen this yet, folks. Yeah. This so is what's great. Coley's tallied to up the right. results and I'm going to now Learn at the same time you are. I
0: can tell you that our mid majors were like pretty on, on par with each other. Okay. All right. Um, I'll start off with the Mac. So in
1: case you don't know, if in case you weren't yeah. along for the ride, we have projected for the last 14 episodes. Yeah. Week by week,
0: every game in the college football season. That's right. We have talked about for the most part, unless it was like an FCS shit fest. But we have, we still marked that with a win, whether who we thought who would win.
1: Now in, in the uh, interest of, you know, full disclosure here, um, these were looked at, at it in a bit of a vacuum. Yeah. Meaning we didn't for well, that, every team get to look at their full schedule
0: while we're going game to game.
1: Exactly. We're going like, okay, there's, so there probably is going to be some variation from there
0: is going to be some crazy stuff here.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: I'll say that. And that's why take this with a grain of salt because I don't think I agree with what so we pr- we picked every game um but without really looking okay well I'm, I'm not, I didn't pull up like okay let's go through North Texas's schedule where could they lose no we went week by week pre-gaming every game or picking every Yeah game.
1: and and we're not accounting for okay right off the top Syracuse I know is going to stand out yes and it, when the pressure gets that high, can they,
0: can they sustain?
1: Can they win those big games? Which I would assume would be no, you know, based on their history, but on a week by week basis, it just turns out. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. (laughs) They're favored most of the time, as you'll see.
0: Okay. So we have the same Mac championships.
1: All right. Started off with the Mac.
0: We have Toledo against Ohio. Surprisingly, I thought maybe uh, I, 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 when I was, Number crunching here. Um, it comes down to, I think this Northern, we both almost have Northern Illinois in Northern Illinois, Buffalo and Western Michigan are all on the cusp. Yeah. But we both have Toledo and Ohio. Mm-hmm. I, uh, this was not really shocking to me because I feel like this is actually uh
1: yeah, probably the two yeah, best we teams. Both,
0: uh, they have multiple losses each team. So it's yeah, not like Northern Illinois is right team. there. Yeah. They could
1: easily take either spot, but uh, both teams are good. I mean, they may have even been the teams we picked last year. To be honest,
0: could be, could be. I mean, that's, Sol- it, the the mid majors, especially the bottom three conferences, not that shocking sunbelt Appalachia state against Troy
1: app States Both of those teams sustaining success and, and the fact that they play each other. Yeah. A bit surprising that no one else like well, Georgia
0: Southern was close, but Georgia Southern's in apps division.
1: Okay. That, and they lose straight up. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not a complete shock there. Those are both two of the better teams, even with new coaches.
0: Yeah. Uh, that, that That's the only shocking part is the new coaches and like that you think someone might be able to merge like Georgia Southerns had consistency on their coaching front for a while. Right. And they're right there. That factors. You know what I mean? Uh, conference USA. We did have different teams. What I have Marshall and UAB playing in the conference USA championship.
1: Marshall and UAB in the Conference USA championship. Okay, I could see UAB. I'm a little skeptical about Marshall.
0: Well, who's going to come out of that side? Because you have Florida Atlantic, and we don't even know about DeAndre Francois right now. That's true. <laughs> you have you have uh, Florida Atlantic against North Texas. Turns out that UAB North Texas game in week uh, the final week of the season is uh is the, for the for is the, for, the, for the division. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it turns out also probably I don't know how. Um, great, I had Marshall, but didn't they play FAU on the final week?
0: No, Marshall played Florida International. The final oh, week,
1: Florida International.
0: But that's what I'm saying. So you had these are the the front runners for that uh, side of that conference is Marshall, Florida International, Florida Atlantic, and then maybe maybe you take a shot on Old Dominion.
1: Yeah, they're pushing. Or them.
0: I mean, Middle Tennessee.
1: Well, they they
0: won it last year, so yeah, probably should be up there. Um, they lose their quarterback though. they're but I don't know. Not much to talk really. I mean on on I mean, well, obviously a lot of your shit's pending on DeAndre Francois and where he ends up going.
1: Yeah, that's a huge factor.
0: But I'm starting from the worst conferences to the best. I was
1: surprised that uh the lane train I have him winning as much as I do. I wasn't <laughs> super high on him.
0: Uh you were you had losses for all of them. It was a shit festival yeah, essentially a bit of, for uh, you. Bit of a carnage. Internal carnage. I did not carnage. write down the exact records on on the, all the teams there. Okay. I, I do as some as we as we get further along. Mountain West, we went predictable, which is surprising because we have Boise State in in the second to last week of the season losing at Utah State. Mm-hmm. Both of us did, but Boise State still gets the the bid because the because Utah State we have losing to Fresno State. Yeah. And I believe was it San Diego state. I, I don't have it all in front of me, but we both have Boise state at 11 and one.
1: That's not surprising. I think that's probably yeah. the correct move,
0: especially well, with Utah if state they beat Florida state week one,
1: man. If they be, well, that depending on if Florida state can really turn it around, that game could end up meaning more for Boise mm-hmm. in terms of punching their ticket to uh, certainly a new year six game. Uh, game, but they're, they're not going to, unless Florida state wins the ACC, that's not going to help them get into the invitational. Yeah. Um,
0: okay. Now I have Fresno state at 10 and two losing to a uh, USC and then losing or at USC and at San Diego state, you have Fresno state at 11 and one as well. Wow. So Boise and Fresno for what would, would likely really be, help for their strength, strength of schedule for the winner of that game.
1: Yeah. Um, are we picking the winners right now or are we just going over the two teams?
0: I mean, you can feel, feel free to just talk about it. We're going to dive much more into it over the next few weeks, but I'm saying you could, what do you think off the top of your head right there?
1: Should we go back and do the other ones on who we think, uh, yeah,
0: Toledo right now, based on this. Yeah. I don't know that I fully agree with all of these. Yeah. Toledo, Ohio.
1: Like we said, take it with a grain of salt, folks. Oh, yeah. We're going to get our official, official picks in later.
0: Well, because we weren't looking exactly at the schedules of the teams right. as an entire, there's going to be
1: some variation. once We, you weren't, looking that.
0: Back-to-back we right. weren't looking at back to back away games. We weren't looking at bye things weeks. things that we've you know.
1: statistically pointed out yeah. are major factors in a team's yeah. ability to navigate their schedule.
0: But Toledo and Ohio, I will say that finally Solich is going to ride off into the sunset. He hasn't won a Mac championship. He's been to the championship. Hasn't won a MAC championship there. This is the year.
1: I'm with you. You said Nathan Fine, is it? No, Mason Fine. That's not Texas. Uh, Nathan uh, Rourke. Nathan Rourke. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Sunbelt, I will say App State beats Troy, just like I predicted. What's interesting if they played in this game is that they they play the final week of the season. So they play (laughs) two weeks in a row. And so I've got the same matchup
1: there? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't know what would make it any different for me. I guess I'd have to ride Troy again there. Well,
0: uh, This one wouldn't. It would it be, be at Troy? Troy. I think it would actually be at Troy.
1: Even still, winning two weeks in a row well, is tough. Yeah, it's very tough. Team.
0: Very tough. Two times in the same season, let alone two weeks in a row. Yeah. Uh, this ain't this isn't a New Mexico State Liberty. Right. Come on. All right. Uh Marshall UAB for me. I will say I am gonna ride with UAB to get it done. That's a shout out to our guy. And also, I believe they're the better coach team.
1: I think that's what, if I had those two teams, that's what I would pick too.
0: You have Florida Atlantic and North Texas
1: again. Massively depends on DeAndre Francois. That said, I would lean North Texas here.
0: Okay, Seth yeah. Luttrell. He he's gonna leave after that, right? He, you got to think he's the next head coach at like, somewhere. He's gonna get yeah. a look somewhere. I gotta be what what Power Fives. Where's his uh, coaching background so far? Leach. Uh, he was uh, I think with Leach at Texas Tech. I think.
1: Okay. Yeah. And then where was he? Uh, maybe.
0: Or I don't pull up Seth Luttrell. Was he at Oklahoma? Because he went to OU. So maybe that was his. Uh, maybe he was a Stoops guy. So
1: Big Twelve country. I'm sure the next step for him might be. uh, uh Um. If, if Gundy leaves Oklahoma State. Well, do you think he would jump straight up to the uh, Big Twelve? Okay, so here's what we got: A C maybe. Uh, played at Oklahoma um Kansas as a graduate assistant 2002 to t- 2004 uh those next
0: were good years cuz man Gino yeah. from Oklahoma
1: yep Yeah. uh spent 3 years at Texas Tech as the running backs coach under okay. Leach I'm assuming yep um 2009 Arizona 2009 through 2011 Rich Rod. Arizona was it was Rich Rod there during
0: those years I think so okay. no 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 that might have been no that's Stoops Stoops that's okay. Stoops Yep. Stoops' brother,
1: yeah, makes sense. Then uh, Indiana for a couple years, North Carolina. Well,
0: he was there at Indiana with Kevin Wilson because he had Oklahoma ties. And all he's this has gotten
1: really, some good like exposure, yeah. but it's all tied together. So yeah. wherever a fucking Stoops is, basically, yeah, you or might.
0: See. Mangino, Oklahoma, right? Someone Kevin in the Wilson, coaching Oklahoma. tree of uh,
1: yeah of the Stoops, yeah, you know, but North so.
0: Carolina though, Fedora. Fedora might have Oklahoma ties.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I
0: think he, I don't know, maybe.
1: Fedora, where was he before?
0: He was uh, at Southern Miss as a head coach. He did really good at Southern Miss. He's a Miss. Texas
1: guy, right?
0: Yeah, I thought he was, I thought he was the OC of like Oklahoma State, maybe?
1: Good question. Either way. Yeah. I think North Texas is probably the slightly better team here. LaTrell's done a good job. You could see very well that he's got quite an offensive uh, coaching pedigree there to at least or associations.
0: Okay. Now, so this is different for me though, because I have Fresno with two losses, which means that game would be held in Boise. Mm. Now Fresno won that game this year in Boise in the mountain West championship in overtime.
1: I would have to guess that would be the exception as opposed to the rule.
0: Well, they had lost in the regular season at Boise, man, but I, I think I would take Boise to win. I don't think two years in a row you beat them in Boise. You know I
1: think uh, Fresno is a slightly better team, but if it's in Boise, even still like
0: especially you got cold weather. Yeah, Boise is cold as shit around that time. That's of year. true.
1: That's true. Yeah. I, I but would, well,
0: yeah. for you, it would have to go to a tiebreaker because you have both at, a, at both teams at eleven and one. Actually, I think Fresno it would be played in Fresno because. You have Fresno's 11-1, and their one loss would be to okay, USC. Give me the fucking Bulldogs, then. There you go. There you go. Uh, AAC, we both have UCF at
1: 12-0. Yeah. For what, the third year in a row?
0: Yeah, third year in a row, regular season. Now, I'll say this. I was reviewing that, and I was a little bit shocked because I thought, I, for some reason, I thought I had them losing at Cincinnati because it's late October. Yeah. That game scares me. Warm weather kids don't do well in cold weather. That's true. We need that day. If you're a UCF fan, you're going to want that day to be hot. I mean, not even like, like hot. Just don't have it super cold. Because if it's super cold,
1: yeah. Ask uh, Miami that, what a trip to Cincinnati's yeah. like.
0: I mean, I think you look across. Yeah, my whether it's Cincinnati, whether it's Pittsburgh, Miami. You know, yeah, that's true. Um. I think Florida State and even Clemson, even though Clemson's loss was at uh, Syracuse. But I'm saying that I, I, they've played certain games, maybe not uh, the past two years, but over over the course of, of of me following college football. Yeah, if they played at Boston College or something, when like they field.
1: rarely do venture up north, it yeah. rarely ends well for them.
0: How has that been? I feel like Notre Dame comes down to Clemson, plays them. Notre Dame comes down to Florida State and plays them. But yeah,
1: who are the teams that have? I mean, Florida State went up to. They did go. Notre up, Dame right. and then they got they got slapped. Um, but that was Florida State when they were down, so it wasn't a marquee game. Yeah. Uh Notre Dame's hosted like I want to say they're hosting Virginia and Virginia Tech this year, or maybe that was last year. No, this year. This, this year, year they are, yeah. So I mean, just not marquee games, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh so we both have UCF twelve and zero. I have UCF the West is a little wild to me. <laughs> I have Houston at eight and four getting in because of the tiebreaker on Memphis
1: eight and four.
0: Yeah. I don't know that this is going to happen. I I don't know that UCF is going to go 12. Another one another one is carnage UCF plays at Pitt, and they also get Stanford. So, I mean, there's, and they get Houston in Orlando.
1: Yeah. They're, uh, it's a, it's
0: a harder road than,
1: than, uh, they don't have McKenzie
0: Milton. There's a lot of questions there, but, eight and four Houston. So look, I have eight and four Houston, eight and four Memphis, seven and five Tulane. All oh. right there.
1: And you had Houston beating Memphis for the uh, division
0: in the regular season Houston because it's in Houston. Gotcha. 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 I mean, that's a
1: good, that's a damn good, uh, bowl game. I mean, uh, conference championship UCF in
0: Houston. It would be the second time they played each other this year too. If that, if that worked out the way you have them playing Memphis cause you have Memphis at 10 and two. Wow
1: strangely high on the Tigers. Um, okay. All right. All right. Um, this game would be played in at central Florida. I I would have to assume it's all going to depend on quarterback play. Assuming hypo can get his guys ready. You'd have to assume UCF gets this one done
0: too. 13. zero. that would be a pretty, I just don't know without Mackenzie Milton, if they can do that. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's four or five hard games. Yeah, if Brandon
1: Wimbish gets to start, you can you can bet on them throwing away a game or two on interceptions yeah. and incompletions.
0: Um, all right. Now we go to the Pac-12. I didn't rate this by conference because I can tell you this right now, Patty C. If we were reading football conferences this year, mm-hmm. I would have the SEC or the Big Ten number one. They're right. They're really... I think SEC probably has more elite, top-heavy teams. Mm-hmm. But the Big Ten is deeper to me.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Um, Sounds right. So I would probably say, let's say SEC won Big Ten, two. Uh, I would have the Pac-12 as the third best conference in college football this year. Okay. Preseason style. My fourth would be the Big 12. My fifth would be the ACC. Because the ACC is a lot of question marks this year.
1: Yeah, the ACC is kind of trash.
0: You have, well, Florida State and Miami have been shitty Lately, essentially yeah. you got unproven coaches. You got Mac, Syracuse uh, Mac is Brown higher product yet. You got Virginia tech kind of trending down. Yeah. Uh, NC state's replacing a lot, even though they've been trending up lately. Yeah, The
1: entire coastal is yeah. even Steven.
0: So I have it as the worst of the power five conferences. What do you think about that? Would you, what do you think about the, that, that, order? Um, the only thing
1: that concerns me about putting the pack 12 over the Big 12 is the title contender <clears throat> where Washington, I guess with Easton, if he's playing well, might be that team. Uh-huh. The schedule's hard and really. So they're even questionable. And then with, but there's uh, no Kansas The big 12. You have two, there is no Kansas. And, That's and,
0: and even the the question marks of like, I think the reason why I have the pac 12, although we're
1: going to see what less miles can do.
0: But. Yeah. And I'm excited to check that out. But the reason why I have the pac 12 higher than the big, the big 12 this year at this point, Matt Wells is coming into Texas tech overhauling a pass happy offense yeah. going to power football more. So yeah. maybe a little spread, I guess, but more so of a running coach. Sure. You got less miles coming into Kansas, which you think, could, I mean, things could only go up, yeah. right? Uh, you have uh Snyder's gone at K state, right?
1: Again, that's probably a positive move.
0: But in year one, I wonder how fast can you implement your system to get true. those things going. That's true. You know, that's uh, a fair uh, point. West Virginia's coach, you know, Holgerson leaves for the AAC. They bring in Neil Brown, They'll which is overhauling that system. Yeah, take
1: a step down for sure. So that's
0: why I think that, that I kind of rated like the, the, the second tier of those teams that yeah. would normally up there. Support there. Their, yeah. yeah.
1: They're kind of, yeah questionable.
0: Whereas I feel like we've already got that year out of the way last year with the pack 12. The pack 12 is fucking solid. Well, well the last year they had a lot of first year coaches, right? They had someone in Arizona. They had Herm Edwards, Arizona state, Cristobal in Oregon, uh, UCLA, you know, yeah, with Chip, uh, Kelly. Chip Kelly. So, so now I feel like they've kind of established themselves, you know, even though Chip Kelly had a bad first year, I especially
1: to- some of those coaches are darn good coaches that are, yeah. they have gotten that year out of the way. Yeah, you know,
0: so so it'll be interesting to see even Jonathan Smith at Oregon State. You know, I thought he had a solid first year considering what he was walking into. That's a good
1: point. That's a good point.
0: So that's why I have him rated as the third best conference. Um, Pac, we have Washington at twelve and zero. Both of us. They have a tough schedule. We have Washington at twelve. It
1: breaks well for them. They play hard teams, but they get most of them in an advantageous situation. Let me ask you this. Yeah.
0: I know there's a bias and East, like, uh, you know, we grew up on the East coast and I feel like we, I've always felt that there was a bias against the Pac-12 because they play very late. And I feel like half the audience doesn't watch half the people. Yeah.
1: And the perception of the conference is outside of USC. They have no real title contenders. Oregon for as close as they got, you know, was never really even looked at as more than a gimmick kind of team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, my point here is that uh, if Washington goes 12 and 0 and loses in the Pac-12 championship, there's no way they'd get in, right?
1: If they go, if Washington goes 12 and 0 and loses in the Pac-12 championship. Yeah. yeah you would have to think that the committee would very likely favor uh, a two loss SEC team, you know, Yeah. which I think would be unfortunate.
0: Well, but. cause here's the deal is Washington would be 12 and 0 and I have them playing Utah at 10 and two. Now they beat, I have Washington beating Utah in the regular season in Seattle. Yeah. However, this game would be in the middle of California. Are they playing at Levi's? I think it's Levi. I don't think they moved to Vegas yet. I think it's Levi. Okay. Right. Yeah. So a, it's hard to beat a team twice. It's a
1: true neutral location. Yeah. There.
0: Um, If Utah was to somehow pull, pull that upset, which I think it certainly happened. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think they would be robbed after going 12 and 0 in the regular <laughs> season. You gotta win. You gotta win when it counts. That's bullshit though, dude. Because if you look at their schedule, it's a tougher schedule than yeah. a lot of like the compare that Well Alabama certainly schedule, if they yeah. like
1: get replaced by a eleven and two Georgia team, you know, after they go twelve and one and run just as tough a schedule. Yeah. Then it's bull and especially if well, either way, it's not conference championship. So I say they should stick to that fucking formula. If they're gonna do it, you know, if there's going to be any question, you can't have an, a non-conference champion in there, you know. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I've always stated that uh, you can't have anyone that doesn't play for the championship game.
1: All right. In yeah. there, you've had a chance to win it on the field. Yeah. And you, you, you didn't you take failed. care of business. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, so look, I have Washington at 12 and 0 in the North. My second place team is Washington State at nine and three, and due to tiebreakers, I had a couple teams at nine and three. They were the second place team, right? You have your second place team is Oregon at ten and two. Yeah, You get the Ducks on the over. By the way, I think their win totals at quack, nine and a half. Fucking quack, baby. Uh, uh, now you have Utah winning the Pac-12 South, despite them losing at USC. You have Utah at nine and three. Okay. You have USC right on their tail at eight and four. Hmm. Um, I have USC at seven and five. Hmm but however i have the usc at 7 and 5 and still second place in that division is is a shit show i have everyone at 6 and 6 wow. 7 and 5 you know um Hashtag #carnage clay helton is fired if he goes 7 and 5 yeah if he goes 8 and 4 still so think you might be fired yeah but uh it'll be interesting cuz you have usc losing at colorado I, I do as well late in the year uh if that upset doesn't happen then usc would be tied with utah and for You they would have the tiebreaker. Now, I have Utah winning in Los Angeles mm-hmm. in week three, so uh, interesting. Who would you take in that game? Well, first off, who would you take in UCF? Uh, you have UCF Memphis, I have UCF Houston. I would say, I would say UCF gets it done, it's in the bounce house.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think UCF, uh, I mean, Holgerson
0: twice that would be twice they'd have to beat.
1: Here's the thing, Holgerson has probably similar talent that UCF has at Houston right now. And then maybe maybe not quite as much, but pretty pretty. Well, close. he's got
0: a more solid quarterback position because Derek King has already proven himself to be nasty.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you put in the fact that, like, he'll have had an entire year to get his guys ready. By the end of that season, he might be ready to pull that upset.
0: Yeah, they, they, they could definitely pull that upset. Right. Depending on how... Uh, you know what? I mean, UCF such a... uh a wild card this year because if, if they don't get solid quarterback play, they could drop down. They could just, lose three or
1: four games. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, you have UCF, Memphis. You have UCF getting that done then, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Pac twelve. So so now we have Utah and against our twelve and out Washington. I'll still call for Washington if Washington gets this far. Oh man, that's a dangerous game though, dude. I could Utah, see Utah Washington. fucking with them. Last year it was ten to three.
1: Yeah. That's a that's a slugfest. Maybe this is the year though, with Eason, yeah,
0: Peterson. I'm gonna call for Washington. I I don't agree that they're. I mean, I have them going 12 and 0, so I can't. But I have to look I can't at that see schedule. them
1: doing that in, the, in in actuality. I figure they drop at least one in yeah, that process. Yeah, but to have them in a position to be a playoff contender, an invitational mm-hmm. uh, attendee, then. We, uh, I, I can definitely see that. I can see them, uh, 12 and one after this, um, championship game. I do see them beating Utah
0: again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next up, but before we get there, I want to say that the college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag is now offering their own NFL super contest. Each week, you make five picks against the spread. $100,000 prize minimum guaranteed for first place. Every dollar they receive as an entry fee will go into the prize pot. Yep, you heard it here first. No vig. The entry fee is only $100. MyBookie.ag backslash super contest is to secure your spot. When you do make sure that you use the promo code SGP50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Patty, see they got a motto over there. You play, you win. You get paid over at mybookie.ag. dot Woo. Exactly. Once again, that's promo code SGP. Uh, 50. My dogs passed out. Let's get through this so we can pass out. You know, we're in the middle of the night here. Are you shocked about the Washington thing? I was pretty shocked about I didn't think I had them going 12 and now
1: that's, that's the whole thing of looking at a schedule in a vacuum.
0: Yeah, they're, they're the best team in the Pac 12 and they're one of the best
1: few teams in the country. So, you know they should be favored. As
0: of right now, we have so the college football season would end. We have UCF twelve and zero or thirteen and zero, and Washington thirteen and
1: zero. Ooh. Okay. Well, is it going to be? If that
0: was the case, UCF would be thirty-eight and one in their last thirty-nine games, and still probably not getting a single yeah. invite. Wow. <laughs> and um, their one game they lost by it was one possession game to LSU with the freshman quarterback starting his second game. Man. UCF still, uh,
1: still, still carrying the torch for the the college experience.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Man, we got and even Boise. Check us out. We have Boise at eleven and one. You have Fresno at eleven and one. So I mean, if if Fresno upsets USC game week one, you have Fresno being twelve and zero. <laughs> yeah. If Bo- if Boise uh, doesn't lose at Utah State the second to the last week of the season, they'll yeah. be twelve and zero.
1: Those are both completely reasonable records for both of those programs. Yeah. Historically speaking, I don't know about Fresno. They've usually gotten to like 11 and 1 or 10 yeah. and 2, but yeah. Boise's gone run the yeah, table several for a times. Long time. Yeah.
0: It feels like 20 years now.
1: Yeah. All
0: right, uh this is where it's going to get even more shocking for you, buddy. Because uh the Big 12 is up. Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> I have in my the number one seed in the you Big got? Twelve. I have the cyclones of Iowa State at oh, eleven wow. and eleven and one. Oh wow. That can't be true. It can't I don't, happen. I don't believe it. It can't happen. I mean they won nine last year, I think.
1: Ugh, they're getting better.
0: And they started a freshman quarterback last year. This There's guy Purdy is a baller, but I mean I I still don't think they can go eleven and one.
1: Where's the Oklahoma game being played?
0: That's the one loss I have them having in Norman.
1: In Norman. Okay. Although,
0: Campbell's one and zero oh in Norman. <laughs> right. Uh, now check us out. My two seed. So meaning who they play in the championship since there's no divisions, is Texas at eleven and one. Now I have Texas beating LSU in week two, and I have Texas beating Oklahoma in the Red River Shootout. That's very possible. And Texas's one loss comes to in Ames, so that's why Iowa State would have the tiebreaker.
1: And would be hosting the Big 12 championship game. Well, no, I, it's in no, Dallas. It's in
0: Dallas. That's right. Which which I would favor Texas great. Yeah. 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 Um. Now, what's shocking is for that, I have... Originally, I thought Oklahoma would beat Texas in the Big 12 championship. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't realize I had o- Iowa State going 11-1. Oklahoma and one.
1: getting bounced. Oh, wow.
0: I, I have Oklahoma losing to Texas in the Red River Shootout. Yeah. And then in Bethlehem... Uh, taking the L there, taking an L in, in Stillwater. Oh man, yeah.
1: Gun! I would love, I would love Oklahoma State to knock Oklahoma out of a yeah. championship.
0: So that would be very interesting. So here's what's here's where it gets funny though, buddy. Is that uh, you have your one seed is Oklahoma eleven and one. Yeah, with their one loss being the final week of the season to Gundy. Mm-hmm. Your two seed, you have Iowa State going eleven and one. <laughs> you have Texas going nine and three. Yeah. So. Iowa State, even if they were to lose one more game, would still be in the driver's seat to play for the Big 12, tr- Big 12 well, championship. Well, that's
1: true because I have them beating Texas outright, right?
0: Yeah, well, you we both do. And I games. got
1: Texas losing to LSU, which wouldn't be a conference game. But, but you also have
0: Texas losing to Oklahoma.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it that far-fetched to think? Uh, I mean, 11-1 seems pretty bad. 10-2 is still a stretch. I mean, they went, if
0: they went nine, they went nine last year, I think. or, or I think they went nine last year. Yeah. That means, oh, what's one more win?
1: (laughs) Right. Right. right, right. Campbell is, he would, he would have to be national coach of the year. That would be amazing. There's no way.
0: There's no way that this is going to happen, right? No, 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 no. It's going to be Texas and Oklahoma, right? Very, very likely. But I really feel like Iowa State, I like Iowa State to be Texas and Ames.
1: What about Iowa State versus Oklahoma State? It's in Ames. It's in Ames. The cornfields, baby, are going to see now what gain a new level of mystique. Where and we scariness. might have fucked
0: ourselves, though, is I think in week four, Iowa State plays at Baylor, and we both just said Iowa State. That could be the one. Sleeping on rule. That could yeah. be the the one right there. I don't know. I think Iowa State is way ahead of uh, Baylor right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, consistency can they, they could lay it down. Right. That right? that's
1: where it's going to get caught. That's where they're going to get caught.
0: Anyway, that, that was fascinating to me. Okay. So, so I have Iowa state in Texas and if they were to play, I would take Texas to win in Dallas.
1: Yeah. And I would take Oklahoma and Dallas as well.
0: Wouldn't that be crazy if Iowa state ended up in the fucking playoffs oh,
1: That'd be amazing. That
0: would be amazing. <laughs> they would almost probably, they would do everything in their power to make sure they did Yeah, that. they would find a loophole somehow. Yeah. Okay. Big 10. Uh, we both uh, this is interesting actually for for we both have Michigan going eleven and one. Okay. Right. You have Penn State in second place at ten and two. But, but same it, division. But and you, we have the one loss to Michigan yeah. is Penn State. Gotcha. In Happy Valley, which makes it really compelling because if Michigan was to lose one more. Yeah. Yeah. Then Penn State would have the tiebreaker. And then
1: Yeah, Penn AS. State would get the uh we get the yeah. nod.
0: I have Penn State with three losses. So I see. I have Michigan eleven and one. I have Ohio State at ten and two. Yeah, you have Ohio State with three losses.
1: Yeah, buddy.
0: There you go. So maybe
1: wishful thinking here, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cincinnati, Nebraska, Michigan.
1: Yeah, buddy. That's that's giving them that Penn State game. Yeah, which they'll probably win.
0: Actually, I think you had it at four. I didn't. I didn't note it here. I think you had Northwestern beating Ohio State as well. Really? Yeah.
1: I think that's a stupid pick.
0: <laughs> yeah, we did I would go back bad. and I would change that pick right now. Uh, okay. So, so in the West, I have Nebraska at 10 and two. Yeah. Right. And my second place team is Wisconsin nine and three, which I don't even know that I like Wisconsin at nine and three. I think I might see them more at eight and four. Yeah. I might see Nebraska more at nine and three. Um, you have Nebraska at eight and four, mm-hmm. but at, you have Wisconsin at nine and three, but here's the kicker. Wisconsin, uh, you have Nebraska in first place because they won head to head against Wisconsin.
1: Yeah. And they have them losing well, at a
0: conference. You have Nebraska losing at Colorado. Yeah.
1: I think that's about how I think of it. would actually shake out with Nebraska. Because
0: the game they play, they play each other, but it's in Lincoln, which we, we both took Nebraska to beat Wisconsin in Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then you would have... Michigan, Nebraska, and I'm going to say this is where things get fucking crazy. You think Nebraska pulls the upset? I think Nebraska. Like I said, I have them at ten and two, but I think in reality, I'd probably more so have them at nine and three. Yeah, I think Nebraska will beat Michigan in that championship game. Ooh, buddy, no! Is they're going to be getting better with every week? This is Harbaugh's
1: year. You know what? You know what's going to make this Harbaugh's year? is Shea Patterson's going to go down and Dylan McCaffrey's going to step up and he's going to be a fucking beast.
0: He will not be aging. Look, Martinez. I called it last
1: year with fucking Brandon Wimbush. Granted, we saw Ian Book get the start a few times the Wimbush year Wimbush didn't even lose a game. Well, he didn't even play a game.
0: Did he play a game or two? Uh,
1: I think he, may, may, he started a couple games, right? But they were trash. He got pulled and Book came in. <laughs> he went undefeated. That's true. <laughs> All I'm saying is that I could see a similar thing happening with Patterson and McCaffrey.
0: Anna, okay. I Well, hopefully it happens in the first 4 games so Patterson can transfer and still play another year. <laughs> right. Right? Yet again. Um let me push back on you here because look, okay, I'm not even going to push push back would be the wrong term. Adrian Martinez is a guy I was thoroughly impressed with true freshman last year Nebraska. Yeah. He's going to be getting better every single week. He's getting older in this in this offense. By the time the end of the year hits, it's going to be fine-tuned. And that's why. Hey, Mart. That's why. See, I think they're more vulnerable first couple of weeks of the season. You have to figure from a coaching standpoint that Frost
1: really offensively has an edge. Now, that's a good point, though. Don Brown versus Scott Frost. That is a fucking coaching battle.
0: I'm all about Frost on this one, man. I told you with the coaching tree he's got, Mm, the fact he's coached offense, defense, special teams. Don Brown, you're shitting on him. Uh, Don Brown, all right, look. (laughs) Don Brown sounds like a used car salesman, all right? (laughs) That's true. Tell that fucking guy. Now, he is a great coach, but look, I think you're shitting on our guy, Scott Frost.
1: He's got to prove it more than once to me.
0: Prove it again, and then I'll never doubt it. He's won a national championship. Has Don Brown won a national championship?
1: Touche. Yeah. Touche fucking Shay.
0: Don Brown sounds like a 1970s baseball player.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he does. Don Russ, Don Brown. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Don Baylor. Uh, what the hell are we talking He's about? He's
1: got okay. that stash too. He actually looks like he used to be a baseball player. You know he looks like? The manager from, uh, this is a terrible comparison. The manager from Major League. He's got that stash a little bit. Oh man. Uh, I love a stretch. That. that guy
0: from major league. is I, I don't, I forget his name, but I love that guy. That guy's got a great voice. <laughs> well, give him the heater, Ricky. <laughs> That's my impersonation. It's pretty good. One of the best lines in that movie is they they call him to see if he wants to manage the Cleveland Indians. And he's like, he's like, Hey Lou, how would you like to manage the Cleveland Indians? And he's like, I don't know. I got some drywall. I'm putting up like, <laughs> He's in the middle of putting some drywall up. And he's just like, I I could give a shit about managing the Cleveland Indians. Let me think about it. That's a classic line. That is great. Um, best baseball movie. Ever. We already went through this. hmm Um, but yes, he's classic. Okay, so now we get to the Southeastern Conference.
1: So who do you got? You got Nebraska winning that, and I got Michigan winning yeah. that. Yeah. Boy, you're up on Nebraska. I like it though. Oh yeah, buddy. I like it a lot.
0: Oh yeah. Now 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 SEC wise. Do we do ACC? They're they're my f- top rated. Or they're not. They're not my top rated. They're the first one I did. So we're just going. We're not going chronologically in my in what I consider the best conference. Going geographically here, or no? I don't know why. I just thought of ACC the first because we were. I think talking Virginia, Virginia Tech, and then okay. It, I don't make any sense. You're the best. I'm the worst. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Our uh, fans
1: know that. The whole <laughs> world knows that. Oh,
0: but the tech. Oh. Well, trophy that's sitting over there (laughs) second place trophy (laughs) runner up we're losers if that's if that's our uh says something different about that you know that thing's gonna get me some i mean it already has been getting me some like major
1: some major tail. yeah every time you bring a chick over
0: sometimes i wear it out to the bars
1: (laughs) hey i i I, i'd buy you a drink
0: that's what i'm saying robinson had his rolled socks me i got my my second place trophy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that that's a necklace that I can throw on my neck. Um, okay. We both, you have Alabama at 12 and now. Sure. I have Alabama at 11 and one. So we have them in the West. You're sec- you taking an out of Auburn there right at the end at a and M at a and M week five. I think it is. Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, your second place team. And this is going to be interesting. You have LSU at 11 and one
1: with that only loss against Alabama. Yeah. That's been done a bunch of times before by them. Not with Coach O. That's true.
0: I have my second place team as Auburn at nine and three. Yeah. I think I had LSU at nine and three too, but I have Auburn winning in getting revenge in Baton Rouge. I feel
1: like the SEC West usually produces another 10 win team.
0: I think this year though, with A&M getting better with Jimbo Fisher, even That's though he's going to end up seven and five or eight and four. All right. I think it's a deeper now you ha and Auburn's on quarterback play is kind of a question mark right now. Yeah. LSU switching to a more of a passing offense, which I then don't bring back is, burrow
1: is fucking huge though.
0: But them trying to pass the ball more might hurt that team identity a little bit.
1: Yeah, that's never been a strong suit for them.
0: I have LSU going nine and three. But here's another thing is that this is not if they win the bowl game, it could still be a ten win season. Yeah. You know what I
1: mean? Right. Right. Uh,
0: in the East, we both have Georgia at 11 and one. Yeah. Um, we both have Florida at nine and three behind them. Um, this was the easiest conference to to project. Yeah. With the exception of like your LSU pick, which I'd say is a little bold.
1: Yeah. You can see them at 10 and two. 11 and one is a little bold.
0: They play at Texas week two. If they lose that, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way they're going to run the table in the SEC.
1: No, not a chance,
0: um, but I have them winning that game. I have Bama beating Georgia.
1: I do too. <laughs> I feel like we've seen this movie before.
0: I feel like they've had their chances. Yeah. I feel like there's no way they're going to go up 14 this time. You I know? mean,
1: here's the thing is like, you'd think Fromm would finally have enough of it and get the win. And frankly, smart would have had enough of it. But uh, Alabama has Tua.
0: yeah. And, and no hurts though.
1: True. But they have two as little brother now.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be nasty too, right? Yeah. Hell, I don't know. But I do know this, Patty C. I do know that we already know you're shopping at Amazon. Like you as in the listener and you as in Patty C. So why not shop there and support the Sports Gambling Podcast? (laughs) Or in this instance, the college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Patty C. I know well, you know what
1: of. I just bought.
0: What's that? In my uh, stalking efforts, uh-huh. lager.
1: Please, uh huh, keystroke logger.
0: Please explain to the uh, the audience what the fuck that is, because uh, some people might not know what that is. Some people might be calling the cops on me right now.
1: <laughs> and I, granted, I haven't used it, so there well, has just
0: have it just for a rainy Been day.
1: no crime committed here, <laughs> but say you have a girlfriend that. Cheats on you.
0: <laughs> is it cheating?
1: <laughs> at every opportunity. Yeah. Um, say you go to the grocery store. She's knocking on the next neighbor's door. Next next door neighbor's door. Uh, say you go down for a nap.
0: She's trying to borrow some wonder bread. <laughs> That's She's right. She's getting some wonder dick instead. <laughs>
1: say the mailman <laughs> and knocks on the door. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You're in the bathroom. She's, she's getting that, some dick there. And, and that mailman leaves behind a piece of mail. And then she goes to the computer to message this mailman on Facebook.
1: That's right. Guess what? You have a keystroke logger. You plug it in to the So it just records keyboard. everything that's going on. It logs your keystrokes, and then you find out all of the information. Now, it is a felony, so be careful if you're going to Wait, buy it's, this. From, it's really a felony? Pretty sure. Something to, to that effect.
0: If it's not your computer, though, right?
1: And if it's on... Uh...
0: If it's your computer, I think you have the oh, right yeah. to do it. Yeah,
1: you would do it on your own computer. That's uh, it.
0: There you go. See? That's <laughs> why you talk to me, right? <laughs> Don Brown Law over here, right? That's right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Let me know how that works out for you, buddy. Well, the point is I got it on Amazon.
1: Yeah. I typed in sportsgamblingpodcast.com, right?
0: Or uh, yeah, backslash Amazon.
1: Backslash Amazon. Copy the link.
0: Boom. Boom. Bookmarked it. Hopefully, so if you want to buy anything else on Amazon, you can you can get it. Like like if you if you did want to buy some of those other things you wanted to to do to uh, to to follow your girlfriend, you said you wanted to get a a van. Yeah, a black van. You want the kidnapper? Some binoculars, (laughs) right? right? Some heat heat
1: heat uh, (laughs) seeking glasses.
0: The mirrors on the side. You ever had glasses with the mirrors on the side?
1: Right, little video recorder on the front. (laughs) Oh, man. This is the
0: college experience. Yeah. Actually, in the college
1: experience, you don't give a fuck about your girlfriend because you don't have one because...
0: Or she's cheating on you and you're at college and you're cheating on her and it's a beautiful relationship.
1: (laughs) Everything's perfect. (laughs) Although, do
0: millennials do that anymore?
1: I think they do. I think they do it quite a bit. I
0: read an article, and I don't know how how much I believe this, but it said that alcohol sales were incredibly down at universities. It was dorks, you uh, kids! Well, you're gonna, we're going. We're going to have to go to these colleges. That's what I'm saying? Well, I understand they took a big hit when, when I, when I stopped going as much, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I go a couple of times a year,
1: That, that kind of like
0: uh, <laughs> that put Budweiser, like yeah, in, what the, in the, the red. Yeah, exactly. Their bar graph. It's just like, boom, way the fuck down. And they're just like wondering what's going on here. Right. Look, I'm sorry. NC Nick hasn't dressed up. He hasn't, he hasn't, uh, you know, put a pizza, like a briefcase in Greenville in a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh. Uh, but yeah, Go over to point of this is go to sportsgatheringpodcast.com backslash Amazon and order yourself some crazy shit, right? Maybe you want to read Stephen King's The Stand. Great book. You ever read that book? Uh, I have not. I've watched the movie though. Oh, that's not <laughs> not that, quite the same. That's huh? not doing, anything, doing Stephen King any favors, right? Well, I guess maybe he's getting some residuals there. He always
1: did have some cheesy ass like movies. I really feel like, I mean, I loved them. They're fun and they're culty. In their own way, but really low production value every time.
0: Well, it's not him directing the fucking movie. I just
1: wonder why his movies always come out well, like. I can tell you why.
0: One of the best things about Stephen King, besides him being an amazing author, is that he lets anyone direct his shit. That includes student films. Is that right? Yeah, which is really cool of him. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, because he's all about he's all about the art, the man. Art, yeah. So that's why you see you know, Langoliers on Netflix and you're like, you start watching and you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. But when done well,
1: like Dude, I watched a lot of Stephen King movies that, and a lot of the time I ended up scared of shit.
0: The shining is Stephen King. Yeah.
1: That's uh, when it's finally high uh, production value.
0: Yeah, exactly. And how about fucking classic? How about uh, the mist? <laughs> Hell of a movie. That's the best ending. The best plot twist of all times. I was in the movie theater and everyone hated me for laughing at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucked up thing to laugh at. No, it's so great. That ending was so great, but it was like all these, you people go
1: watch the ending of this movie. The Mist is a fantastic movie. Yeah.
0: And, and, but obviously, you know, he did Shawshank Redemption also. Stephen King. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, now you're changing your ways. Stephen huh? King. And, I, and this is what I was going to say. It was, I haven't read all of his stuff but I've read a good amount. I had the dragon. I've read a, he did, I think he did it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which the book is much better than the movie.
1: I heard the, I heard the remake too is coming out. I haven't, wait, did you see the new it? The new it was, is divided into two different parts because the original, it was super long. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I didn't see the new it, but the new it
1: I've heard is good. The new it, they have childhood as part one, and then they're going to have them come back as adults in part two. Um, which is coming out apparently this fall, but part one was pretty good. Was it as scary as the one I watched when I was a kid? No, probably because I'm not a kid.
0: Well, let me tell you this: the book is better than the one I saw. As a, I haven't seen the new one. Yeah, I seen the Tim Curry one, but the Stephen,
1: book... the Stephen Curry one ruined my childhood. So if the book's even scarier than <laughs> that,
0: Stephen Curry,
1: <laughs> <laughs> whatever
0: Steph's brother, sorry, <laughs> the Mavericks. Here you go. This is the college experience. Um. Look, my, my point here is that The Stand is his best fucking book of all time. All right? <laughs>
1: Your point is you go to Amazon.com. Yes. Uh,
0: Stephen King's best book is The Stand. Read it. It's fantastic. They've never made it a good movie yet, a miniseries, whatever the fuck they did. Go to com backslash Amazon. Go fuck yourself. Uh, no, but bookmark that and then order a bunch of shit. All right? That's all I'm saying here. <laughs> there you go. And uh, keep us
1: rolling in the dough. Not that we are in any way, shape or form. Keep us affording enough beer to get drunk on the show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Over at, uh, at, uh, the college experience. <laughs> Amazon.com. Yeah. No backslash Amazon. There you go. All right. Look, we have the ACC left. Patty C. Move. You have uh Clemson at 11 and one. No, you have Clemson at 12-0. and 0.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, you have Syracuse at 11-1. Yeah. Right? You have them playing Miami in the ACC Championship. Clemson-Miami? Yeah. You have Miami at 10-2. and 2. Ooh,
1: giving Manny a lot of credit.
0: <laughs> giving Manny a lot of credit. That is uh, pretty astonishing. And your third place finisher in the Coastal, or I'm sorry, second place in the Coastal, You have Pitt at nine and three. Yeah. I don't have any of those teams in mind. (laughs) I have Syracuse at 11 and one, and and I don't know how I picked them to go 11 and one, but I did, (laughs) uh, meaning that they would, I have them beating Clemson. So they would have the tiebreaker because I have Clemson being 11 and one as well. So Syracuse would play in the ACC championship. Now I don't agree that this is going to happen. I think Syracuse will trip just much like Iowa state. They will trip against somebody. Yeah, I do have Syracuse tripping against Pitt, but I think they might have to trip twice. Um, but it's possible. It's in the Carrier Dome. I don't feel that ridiculous with that.
1: It's really hard to see a team other than Clemson winning that division, let alone that conference.
0: Yeah, well, that's where it gets stupid for me. Is that I go to the Coastal and I have Virginia at eleven and one.
1: (laughs) Now that. That is getting a little wacky over there.
0: That is getting wacky because I, I was looking at their schedule and I was like, ah, "Why well, I have them upsetting Notre Dame in South Bend.
1: That's a ridiculous upset. Well,
0: the reason why is much like the reason why, Patty, see that I have uh, Clemson losing at Syracuse is that they have A&M the week before. Yeah. Well, Virginia catches Notre Dame the week after Georgia
1: that could be a factor whether it be a, a huge uh letdown after a win or a sulking after a loss
0: yeah but I like their spot they get that game essentially because I think I think they have even have a buy before that um I got Virginia Tech at nine and three in second place I
1: don't think I mean yeah that's Tech Tech's got an easy enough schedule that I could see them in that
0: in uh, all I looked at you. looked at UVA's schedule. If they can get to the first month, think of four and zero, yeah, five and zero. I think five and zero. Yeah, I think they have a bye though, so I think it would be four and
1: zero. They have a easy ass schedule.
0: But the but week one Pitt, and then the Notre Dame game. Yeah, if that
1: they, week one Pitt game is the entire. i if they
0: get Pitt and they beat Notre Dame, I'll know that they could probably go eleven one because I have I have UVA losing at Miami. Them having to go to Miami is tough. I have them losing yeah. that game. Yeah but we shall see. Uh, so then I would have Syracuse playing Virginia in the ACC championship.
1: Who would you go in there?
0: Syracuse. No, yeah. I don't.
1: Yeah. Syracuse to to
0: probably in Charlotte though. I don't know. I might take Virginia. Uh, maybe it's gotta be Clemson though. Yeah. Syracuse is going to trip somewhere. Yeah. It's going to be Clemson at There's NC state. I'm looking at you <laughs> uh, at Florida state. I don't know about that. Uh, Florida state yeah, to me, the they team, demolished them last year. And especially their offensive line is horse shit. Yeah. If it hasn't gotten a lot better, which I think Kendall Briles, if he's smart, will say, Hey, let's get rid of the ball really fast. Yeah. Use our talent around the edges. Yeah. Essentially, you know, yeah. they let our guys skill guys position plays play in a space. bunch of wide receiver screens. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Back the defense up and then you can run the ball.
0: If that happens, then maybe they'll fucking destroy Syracuse. I don't know. Patty. C, you have Clemson against Miami. Who's winning that game?
1: Uh, you gotta go Clemson.
0: I can't believe you have Miami at ten and two.
1: Well, I think they go they're hosting Virginia and Virginia. They have
0: the, I was looking, they actually have a really easy schedule. Yeah. You let Miami beat Florida in week zero. All of a sudden. That ten and two goes to eleven and one.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter. They would still get their ass kicked by Clemson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what if they didn't play Clemson? What if Clemson really did then lose they would that series game? <laughs> yeah. And Miami, Miami would get backdoors into the playoffs. Yeah.
1: And we get creamed
0: there. Yeah, they would. They would. Uh, anything else you want to add? This is uh, the end of our uh, run on uh, predicting the whole fucking season. Okay. I and mean,
1: we could do both projections based off of all that, but
0: okay. Hold on. So you're undefeated wise. <laughs> you have Sarah, you, you have a uh, Syracuse. I said, uh, you have Clemson and Bama in the playoffs, right? Yeah. If they, if it shook down like this, yeah, obviously Michigan at twelve and one they'd put in, yeah. So then they would. The the question would be: you would have Georgia at a, at eleven and two. I'd have uh, what's her name's undefeated Washington? Washington, that's right, that's right. But also UCF would be undefeated. Yeah, and also Oklahoma for you would be twelve and one. Would they put twelve and one in Oklahoma over undefeated Washington? No, no, not a chance.
1: Um so then it would really come down to Michigan. Look, we're not going to have 313 and 0 teams at the end Wait, of the Wait, would season.
0: they put Michigan in over Oklahoma?
1: That's all based on style points and strength of schedule. Uh I think I think they they have a pretty they even. They get Notre ske-
0: Dame. Yeah, I think they have a harder schedule than Oklahoma. Than Oklahoma. But watch like UCLA win the Pac-12 South and that help Oklahoma schedule or something.
1: Right. Man. That would be a hell of a decision, and then obviously you'd have UCF getting left out yet again, despite being undefeated.
0: Or Boise or Fresno, right on the uh, the cusp. Yeah, that
1: seems reasonable. I mean, that's been kind of like the uh, the way it's gone. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be. Usually, you just add one loss to every team that on the schedule, you know, because there's unaccounted for. See, but
0: mine's a little more interesting. I think. Yeah. Okay, because mine is is. Well, obviously the ACC is a shit show. Yeah. Right. But let's just say. Let's Clemson just,
1: goes 11 and one and gets left
0: out. I don't think they'll get left out. Do so you man. think they could put in? Well, look, oh, let's just pretend like Clemson. Let's, let's not take stock in my ACC thing and okay. say Clemson. Clemson comes wins the, the ACC. ACC.
1: Okay.
0: Clemson. I got Bama at 12 and one wins the SEC. They're in. Right. Yep. Now, this is where it gets interesting. I got Nebraska at 10 and th- or at 11 and two. They won the Big Ten. They right? don't get in, huh?
1: They don't get in, dude. I know,
0: but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Hang on. Yeah. But then I would have Texas at twelve and two. Wait, twelve and one. So Texas would get in, right? Yeah. And then I would have Washington undefeated. Okay, so then d- would they put UCF undefeated over a one loss Texas team? No. Let me ask you this. What if Texas has two losses?
1: Then the conversation would start.
0: Well, because then do you put Nebraska in with, with two losses? Texas with two losses or UCF? Uh,
1: undefeated, I think you have to put undefeated UCF. I mean, I would there.
0: say, I mean, of course you had to. You had to three fucking years ago. Yeah. Put them
1: in. At this point, though, it, it would just, it would mean nothing. There'd be nothing they could do. Well, you know? I'm already. It's already happened. Yeah. There's already nothing they can do.
0: We saw that last year after they prove us. Yeah.
1: After they've been on a 27 game win streak. Um, Look committee, prove us wrong. If this happens, please. We want you to.
0: Yes. And I want to think about ours and get the fuck off this microphone because it's in the middle of the night.
1: It is 319 in the morning. This is how late we go for you guys.
0: (laughs) All right. Check us out, guys. We love you. If you could leave us a nice iTunes review, we'll love you even more go to sportsgalingpodcast.com to check out our website (laughs) or you can go to iTunes and uh, on our website, they they, they'll plug you into the iTunes where you can leave us a nice review. Or you could if you, if you go to iTunes in the search engine, you can type in Podcast Network, and boom. And uh, if you're in Southern California, I got a lot of stand-up dates coming up. So uh, come check us out Uh, on Twitter. uh, We are at the SGP network. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C a three I'm on Twitter at the and remember to check out our Instagram feed at sports gambling podcast. A lot of great content going up over there and remember to check out the website sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Great shit. Every day dropping. I rated all 130 quarterbacks running backs coming soon. Bada bing bada boom. This is the college experience. Patty C do you want to say anything else? Go
1: Dukes as usual.
0: There we go. He's a new he's a Christian Leitner guy. C C's <laughs> gonna roll down the socks now. Like <laughs> like the piece of shit he is, all right? Uh, you better start thinking about yours. And we